1: Welcome back to the latest Mountain West Connection podcast. You never knew this was take two because somebody doesn't hit the record button. Luckily, luckily, it was five seconds in, right, Matt? Luckily, luckily. So this is the uh, yeah football edition. We take what maybe two weeks off a year, if that, or we pre-record a ton, which we'll probably do in May and June. You'll never know, but we're back here. Well, we did a show last week, so we're not really not back, but mwcconnection.com, dot com. That's our website thank you thank you for everybody listening on blog talk radio itunes uh, stitcher a lot more people listening it could be because it's a basketball march madness but we'll take it overall for because i know people still listen to our football show but you ready for this i guess are we gonna talk about nonsense tonight or
0: yeah let's do that that's what we're good at we made a promise to the listeners that we'd all make it through the off season together so this is what it's come to
1: okay i'm gonna spring it on you real quick two things um, did you see the chicken tender bracket? I did not. So here's my opinion about chicken tenders. It's really, really, really hard to make a crappy one, but easy to screw it up.
0: Yes, I would agree with that.
1: Are you a chicken tender fan? Uh,
0: isn't everybody a chicken tender fan?
1: That's my thought. <laughs> like, who isn't? So, the the only way, like if it's uh, hard, like too crispy, that's about it. So, I, I i'm just bringing this on you do you have a here's one thing i noticed of the bracket real quick everybody loves chick-fil-a correct
0: uh presumably yes
1: are you a chick-fil-a fan because you hesitated
0: i mean there's none really close by to where i live but like if i'm in the neighborhood then you know, I'll i'll pick some up
1: okay because I, I have some beefs about this bracket already okay just because chick-fil-a technically doesn't have a tender they have chicken nuggets is that too picky on my part?
0: Um, no, I mean I think if you are trying, if you are defining a tender, a tender by definition is not a nugget. You know what I mean? A tender is like a chicken strip of some kind.
1: Yeah, because this bracket from ATL Sports Nate, twenty seventeen Chicken Tender Tournament, and so I see Chick Fil A on there, and McDonald's. Like the only thing I really like in McDonald's, not even really like that, I may more tolerate than anything else. Their chicken nuggets are solid, I think. They're not too bad. Their chicken sandwich—it's if I get to go there with my kids, I go there. But they don't have chicken tenders. Chick Fil A doesn't have chicken tenders. Apparently, Jack in the Box has chicken tenders, but they're losing around one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They—they they have chick. They don't have a winner, but they have Chick Fil A versus Buffalo Wild Wings in the finals. That
0: uh,
1: say that one more time: Buffalo Wild Wings and Chick Fil A.
0: That seems like not the best possible option. Because
1: Buffalo Wild Wings, I haven't been there in forever. They have one near me, but it's more like uh, for my the one one or two times I've been there, it's usually their sauces, which can make a tender for me. A, ten, a sauce can make the tender amazing, whether it's din- well, see, fry sauce or some barbecue sauce or some sort of a concoction.
0: Okay, but here's my question: Who goes to Buffalo Wild Wings and orders chicken tenders? Good
1: point. Excellent Nobody it's like who goes to jack to jack in the box to get those tacos alleged tacos oh, i'll say Not talk about tacos.
0: <laughs> the single single worst dollar menu item in all of fast food
1: oh, and i don't know i saw i saw somebody um th- there's this place called what's on their canes i guess like who is it um it's a guy who has um i think his twitter handle adam morrison crying or something that guy oh yeah he tweeted up them like where is that i must go there's somebody in vegas me try that those looked really good but i just wanted to bring this up but they have some like zaxby's i think okay it's they're kind of new around here it's kind of overrated i don't it's i don't know it's just kind of interesting we're talking nonsense again it's the off season we did march fadness at some point and i saw this so why not talk? don't let
0: the, don't let the higher ups here you say that zaxby's is overrated why is that well they're all from the southeast like you know spencer and jason kirk and all them there would uh they would probably not be pleased with that particular opinion
1: they lose it around two here it's it's not bad i think it okay i've been like three times it's not it's not bad it's not it's not amazing it's good i think it's overpriced for what the amount of food you get and to me and to me that's a that's a thing so i don't know they have wendy's on here they have chick-fil-a like those don't have nugget or tenders you know what? You know what's a surpri- really quick a surprising place that has really good chicken tenders. Um, Chili's. My kids got it one time. I'm like, oh, I'll, let me have a. They didn't finish their food. I'm like, oh, I'll have a little bit of that because they eat chicken nuggets and stuff like that. Chicken tenders at Chili's are actually very, very good. Hmm. Underrated. And then yeah, there's all small places, but yeah, if you ever go to Chili's, try the chicken tenders. But that's not food yeah, talk. So make be was- hungry, but. Do you have that place? Ca- Cares or what is it? Canes out in California. Nope, never heard of I it. I thought I saw it. Me neither. There's one in Vegas, so maybe next time. But let's get to our real topic tonight. Enough with that. It's that's our that's our oblig- obligatory bracket talk, I guess. But oh, one last thing. I guess we'll do. I guess I can say one last thing three times, right? And not be I mean, the last thing. You put on yeah, our Facebook course. our Facebook page about the Solid Verbal doing their was it secret garbage things. Yes,
0: things that you... are things that are actually garbage.
1: Besides garbage, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes. So what did you um, what did you fill out? Because I filled out a few things on. There. I did more than one.
0: Okay, so I only did one, and I I voted for celery because celery is quietly a garbage
1: vegetable. Good point. I forgot. I actually forgot the two I put on there. Crap. What was it? Um. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I should have remembered because I'm like I'm doing two. I did one. Chipotle is terrible. Interesting. Do we, do we need to fight on this or what?
0: No, I mean Chipotle oh, I mean I'm not going to fight you on it. Chipotle is fine, but like when you compare Chipotle to Mexican food like local Mexican food around here, there's really no comparison.
1: I don't get the obsession over it.
0: People like burritos. That's why. But
1: they're not good burritos. That's the thing.
0: But I imagine in a lot of places there are just a lot of people that don't know any better.
1: I feel sorry. Like for me, okay, my favorite. Okay, there's two burrito places I love. I I, I think we discussed this before, but Free Bird's World Burrito. When I was in Texas, it was only at Texas A and M forever. That's all you can get. It. Nowhere else in the country except for I think someplace in Santa Barbara. They finally opened it. They finally expanded. There's some in California. There's some out here in Utah. That is by far superior than anything Chipotle ever makes. Also. You know what the plus side is? I've never gotten E. coli at Freebird's burrito.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point.
1: I, I don't get how the amount of trouble I've had, multiple cases of health issues that people still go there. But also, like I've been there a couple of times. Here's my big thing. When you eat a burrito, I know this is food talk, but... And there's a ton of local places around here. I discussed with somebody on Twitter this last night. My favorite burrito is a good breakfast burrito. Day or night.
0: Just give me any kind of burrito that's not, like, a fast food burrito.
1: Sure, and this is not fast food. This is, like, here in Utah, there's a lot of Hispanic people from Mexico, South America. There's only smaller burrito places, like you said. They're all called, like, Ray Cheetos, Alberto's, Ray Berto's, all sorts of a sim- similar name, And they all, they're all fairly similar. But I'll go to breakfast burrito, 2 a.m., which is a good time. 8 p.m., noon, sausage breakfast burrito. But as for regular burritos, like, Chipotle, like, do you take a bite? I want a bite of everything. When I go to Chipotle or the times I've been, I get a bite of rice. I get a bite of chicken. I get a bite of lettuce. That's not what I want. Yeah. Is that is that I think that's a good assessment of a bad burrito. Yeah, I would agree. So let's move on. I just was wondering what people, what your thought on Chipotle was. I figured it was probably not too high.
0: No, not really.
1: Also, my I mentioned two places. Our good buddy Chris Andres, I was at Disneyland a couple years ago. I'm like, do you need any good places to eat? Because I don't want McDonald's, I don't want iHop, I don't want whatever. If you ever, I know a lot of people go to Disneyland. There's this place. If you're on, um, whatever the road is to facing Disneyland, if you go, um, if you're facing the park and you go left, there's like a strip mall and there's a burrito place about a couple blocks down, just like kind of a strip mall center. Possibly the best burrito I've ever had.
0: That cannot possibly be true because you've never been to the Mission in San Francisco. I'm
1: just saying, hey, what I've had, I crap, I was in San Francisco that same year as well. I need to remember this next time. <laughs> But I'll, I mean, I'll, but it was we'll like later. I will. I'll Yeah, we'll talk later about it. But I like I went there. He's like, go there. It's very good. I'm like, okay. I was debating getting a breakfast. I'm like, no, I'm gonna get like a, a, just a carnitas or something like that burrito. I'm very amazing. It's where they make the shells fresh, all that stuff. But possible, I said possibly the best I've been to. If I've never been to a place, I can't say it's good or not. I've been to Chipotle. It's not secretly. It is. I'll say it's secretly garbage. I'm wondering what else comes up. And I. I've been forgetful the past month. I don't know because of my surgery or whatever. I've been forgetting random things. I don't mm-hmm. remember what my other one was. I remember your celery. I remember Chipotle. Maybe it's my heat from Chipotle. Oh, no, I know what it was. Chicago-style pizza. Ugh. What? Okay, I, now
0: I'm going to have to put you on that.
1: Okay, to be fair, I've never had it in Chicago.
0: Okay, well, then that's then. But, but,
1: but, 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 I've been to, I had it in Bolt. Okay, it could be I went to Pizzeria Uno and had it. Is that a terrible way to have it?
0: You have to go to Chicago to have Chicago style pizza. That's the only place that I've ever actually had it. And it is amazing.
1: Isn't it basically a thick crust and they just pour the toppings in there and you kind of eat it like as it is in a bowl, kind of?
0: More or less, yes.
1: But it's not a slice of pizza, right?
0: Not in the traditional sense, no.
1: I just, I've only had it once or twice, but I was not impressed with it for people. These guys were from Chicago and everything. Like, oh, this is great. It's is amazing. But it just didn't – I didn't like it. I probably need more um, – because I'm looking on the, piz- the Uno Pizzeria website now, and it looks good. Maybe it's a style I had because it seemed like they just dump sauce and put a few toppings, and that was it. Looking yeah, it at their be. website – but looking at the website, it looks really good, like the toppings and how it's set up. It is a deep dish pizza, and I do like that, but they made it seem like it was more of a kind of a here's a toppings in a bowl cooked, just kind of eat it, and you have a crust, and use a knife and a fork. So that, doing it. that okay that must be okay so i will have to try that again but holy crap should i do this i'm just going crazy on the website there's a um oh never mind i misread that i thought it said a 43 inch pizza <laughs> It says ship the original 43 pizza maybe i should i do that should i try ship a pizza because i'm gonna ship eli pizza did you listen hey, to our, our basketball show at all you could say no. not okay you could say no we do have an nca tournament preview show which may be dated by this point but me and him joked about Nick Duncan coming to Salt Lake City, and there's this place called the Pie Pizzeria. There's only a couple in Salt Lake, so if you're ever in town, definitely check it out. I was looking around because we joke because there's a pizza that's a 23-inch pizza, and you see photos all the time on Facebook or Instagram. They can't bring the pizza in their house because it's too wide. Because let's go to giant pizza for a party, and they can't bring it in. And But you, I guess you could you know, flash fry pizza or, or flash freeze a pizza and mail it to you, send it to you. So maybe I should get should have the original 43 deep dish pizza shipped to me. Maybe. I think we're done food talk. Is it time for football cuz it's been 12 minutes?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Let's, keep, let's not keep the people waiting any longer.
1: Let's do this. On the football talk. <laughs> very oh, stupid. It keeps playing. I'm going to purchase this program so I can add sound clips and fun stuff like that during the show. So, nice. We're going to upgrade the um production and because of that, we may mention Bomba socks again and maybe something else down the road. So help us all out if right. that's the case. So football, here's, our, here's our off-season topic. You can, if you're listening to this in May or July or even next year, it's pretty relevant. Here's what the first topic. I saw this from Mark Ziegler from the San Diego Union-Tribune, normally who I don't really care for all that much. But Craig Thompson talked during the Mountain West Conference Tournament about start times, kick times. Uh, basically his beef was... The basketball tournament in Vegas, the second semifinal, didn't start until almost 10 p.m. Pacific time. It was supposed to start at 9.30. And obviously, if you're on the East Coast, that's 1 a.m., super late to watch these games. It's on CBS Sports Network, but whatever. That's okay. Turnaround time, 3 p.m. Pacific, the next day to be on Over the Air CBS. Clearly not ideal. Mm-hmm. Because what is that? 12, 15 out, 18 hours at most?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not great.
1: And I get you, you want to be in CBS? Your game's at a pretty good time. Because Atlantic 10 gets on there, Missouri Valley. And so he – here, I think it's being overblown a little bit because I think it's more loosely based on him saying, we're going to cut the cord. I'm like, mm, I don't – he may have mentioned that, but I don't think he really did mention that. Because you've read exactly – like here's some quotes from the article. We wrote something to our guy. Sean Mitchell put some up as well. But here's what Thompson said: Like they hate it to hear it from fans. Obviously, when they have those eight fifteen or seven fifteen Pacific kickoffs, seven thirty, like I have a six a.m. meeting, or if you're in the Mountain Time Zone, eight o'clock, same thing. Is it worth having that late of a kick? But you're getting a million per school. But he doesn't really say like we're gonna. He basically said we need to look at possibly alternatives. But I don't know if that means like did you interpret it that way that they want to? Because the title was from the Tribune was Mountain West considers credit the cord, the TV cord. I don't know if that was how I really looked at that. Did you?
0: I mean, it's kind of hard not to look at it that way, isn't it? Because there are, we already know that they've already taken steps in that direction. You know, We, of course, remember how they had, what, seven or eight games on Twitter last year. Yeah, as and part of the Canvas were,
1: Insider thing, though.
0: Yeah, and they were the first conference to really dip their toes into that particular water and you know they were the first conference to you know be in on like the first all digital you know bowl game the arizona bowl well
1: and even years. go back even distant past first ever conference wide network yeah you're welcome Big so, Ten.
0: <laughs> so, i mean they've shown a willingness to go down this road before and when you kind of consider the biggest possible picture about what the TV landscape looks like or what it might look like, you know, three years from now when the deal expires, things could be a lot different. Like, things are more diffuse than they ever were before. Like, everything is a little more on demand than it ever was before. And when you're trying to look out for your own fan bases, like, you know, and when you're trying to maximize exposure... This is a new avenue that wasn't really present, you know, even as little as, what, five years ago?
1: Sure. Let me ask you this before we get going. What is your um, TV situation? How do you consume television?
0: Okay. So first and foremost, I don't have a cable box. Most of what I watch is a combination of Amazon Prime, Netflix, and Hulu. And then I can stream certain things over Google Casts like, you know, FX and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, like, it's all digital
1: so I assume you go through your. Um, are you okay? Let me be more specific because so I, I think I know what you have or what you're going with. Do you have somebody else's login to watch those things?
0: Yes. Okay. That, well, that's no. For some of those things, yes. Some of them, no.
1: Okay. So you go through like you you mentioned before. Your you go through your internet where you can watch certain stuff, right? Yes. Like live and like
0: and, stuff. And, then and then for like for sports stuff, like obviously for college football, it's very easy to just stream from ESPN three because it's mm-hmm. you know outside of the you know, espn network yeah of channels um but then you know as a baseball fan myself i also invest in mlb tv every year as well
1: which you found out student discount good for you yes i did so you watched? It. okay so so because so you, you can buy that by itself you don't have to have any um t pay tv right
0: uh yes you can
1: okay so i guess that's similar to nba tv cause you can buy per game so you go that route. Yeah. There's a lot of people who go that route, which is, like I, yeah, a lot of people go that way, which is fine. I'm just curious to get because it's very different. What I have, I have DirecTV, mm-hmm. Probably because I've had it forever. Which, whatever you want to say about that, I worked for them for a while years ago, so I got free service for a while, which was pretty cool. Much different, but I just liked them. I like their features. Like, like they get better on certain things. Like, put I can put stuff on my phone that I record my DVR to watch later. Kind of space to record stuff, which is big for me because. We have so many games we watch, or I'm not always home doing stuff. Well, I watch games late to the night, so we're ready for what we do here. I share a Hulu account. I share a Netflix account. And I still have Amazon Prime, mostly because shipping, but I also get a discount for one more year because my wife goes to school. And so, or she did. She has it for one more year or something for a discount. So I have basically everything, which is probably too expensive. But there's a million ways to watch these things. Whether I'm paying what I'm paying or you're paying what you're paying. Because mine, with what I have... Well, obviously, I don't... Well, I share accounts, so sometimes I pay Netflix sometimes. It do not depend whose turn it is, I guess, over the period. Mm -hmm. But there's a million ways. And then you have PlayStation View. You have Sling TV. You have stuff that's cheaper and you can cancel whenever you want. The new Hulu's going to have live live stuff. But that doesn't mean live sports like, in our sense, the amount of what's going streaming... If they're on Hulu, like a streaming service, like Hulu or PlayStation or even the new YouTube thing.
0: Oh, hold on a second. Stupid auto. I
1: had that too as well moments ago. It's okay. But you know what I mean? Like, Sorry. It's a, it's a, we're, we're not professional, folks. It's okay. But what I'm getting <laughs> at not, not too much. But what I'm getting at is like, even though streaming services, you still have to be part of a channel essentially, right? Because you're, so you're not getting Campus Insiders if you have PlayStation Vue. View. Or whatever, or if you have a sling TV,
0: but you do get it if you subscribe to the internet, do you not?
1: Yes, I'm just saying. I'm like, I'm giving all the options out there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And so, there's those things. Like, I think the YouTube one looks pretty promising, because for me, they have like a limited DVR access when that comes out, or cloud storage, which is for me, it's amazing. They have every channel except for Turner stuff at the moment. You can even get freaking Longhorn Network on that thing when it comes out. They're not that expensive, so there's ways, but. What he says specifically, like, they're looking at any option. What is it exactly what he says here? Sure, shoot, I just had it. Uh, Tipping points here. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Drastically different directions. He says, I've used that word, the word strongly, the alternative. And so two things I have, access and money. Are they going to get as much money if they're on just, say, Amazon Prime only for every single game?
0: That, I think, is an unknowable question at this point because we know that those streaming networks whether it's Amazon or you know Netflix or Hulu which are you know more or less the big 3 right we know that they shell out lots of money for ventures that they want to undertake like, when they, you know, make movies on Netflix these days, like, they're already making $100 million movies on Netflix or, like, $100, $100 million series on Netflix. Like
1: Will Smith is having a movie on Netflix. That tells you what it yeah, is. Yeah, like, you know,
0: have you, like, have you seen that series about um, Queen Elizabeth, The Crown?
1: I heard it's very good. You have, a um, what's it's, his name? Uh, uh, John Lithgow's in it, right?
0: No. That is a $100 million series. There's big stuff, yeah.
1: Look at, like, House of Cards. Kevin Spacey. Yeah.
0: So we know that these ventures are, you know, if they find it worthwhile, they're willing to throw... They're going to be willing to throw money on it. The question remains, though, is, like, how good of a product is the Mountain West going to be three years from now? Because... I mean, there's really no way that they're ever going to be as popular as a Power 5 network, right? So they're never going to be making as much as, you know, for example, the SEC teams make on the SEC network. Or, you know, for all of its kind of fits and starts, the Pac-12 network, I believe, still makes money for each of its members.
1: Not as much, but I think down the road, they're most suited to do something like this.
0: So my question would be, like, what do you think the number is that would make this kind of venture viable for, for both parties, for both the more, broadcast more and than the which, team conference?
1: I would say more at minimum what you're getting now, minimum, plus inflation. So that's, again, $1.2, $1.3 million per year. And this is only the CBS deal then. The ESPN deals a little bit more. But, like, you're basically getting about, unless you're Boise or you that bonus structure tier they have, at most, like, $3 million a year, if that. And I
0: almost almost wonder if, you know, if one of these networks, you know, ponies up for this kind of thing, I wonder if they would put up enough money to make that kind of, you know, sweetheart deal that Boise got for sticking around to make it worthwhile, like, just to be able to give everybody more money, like, you know, the rising tide that lifts all the boats. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe they won't be getting more money than the rest of the teams in the conference, but they will still be getting more money, period.
1: Yeah, I, it's that's a good point too. Like, here's, I know this isn't comparing exactly the best thing, but Twitter paid ten million dollars, a million dollars per game for their NFL package, and that was despite others others bidding fifteen million dollars for the same game for streaming. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't obviously the Mountain West and I not get that, but a couple of things. There's a there's a, football's crowded I mean, you can see almost every game. CUSA is on B B and Sports. They've had issues, obviously. The American Sports Network's going under, which means there can be fewer Sun Belt games, fewer random ACC games because they're kind of changing what they're doing. That's like one of your local channels you can find that. Or WAC basketball stuff like that. But couple things with them like Twitter's free. That's a thing. Amazon Prime's not free. You have to pay for that. Yeah. Um. If it's on. I don't see Hulu getting into their own specific sports channels at all, really. But YouTube, I don't know. There's always possibilities, but for what we know now, Netflix is basically saying no to live stuff because it's hard to do live stuff and do it well. Like, who's going – like I said, production costs. Like, there are schools, like, I think the Mac is st- – the or stick with the Mountain West. They have the Mountain West Network. There's a reason, was it two years ago, Utah State's home opener was shown on the construction can because they didn't have the right equipment to stream these games. So there's that cost. Who's going to produce the games? Is it going to be school-run stuff like it is for Mount West baseball or Mount West basketball games or softball? Is it going to be that, or is it going to be some company like uh, 120 Sports or Campus Insider do all that? You know what I mean? See, like, who, me there's a lot of cost for that too.
0: See, to me, it's kind of strange that you know Netflix, for as like monolithic as it is in the streaming game these days, would be reluctant to kind of jump into this frontier just because. When you consider all of the other things that they are either making or like planning to make it someday, like have you heard the thing where they apparently they are trying to figure out some kind of like choose your own adventure television?
1: I have not. I've seen something about VR and Netflix recently.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's the kind of thing that didn't they do something like that for the national championship game?
1: NBA, they have. Have you? I have a VR because I got a Samsung Seven watching NBA on virtual reality is amazing so there's stuff like that you can maybe mix in and things but bas- I think you can do basketball in VR because I watch NBA it's just you're just right there in the court it's amazing to watch it's like I forget what what I was, what game I was watching but I think it' was a regional broadcast or something but VR is a big could be a big deal I don't think fo- football whatever I think basketball and maybe even baseball a little bit more, but basketball is the best sport I've seen in VR. Maybe hockey too could be, but obviously that's not within the realm of what we're broadcasting, but that's a possibility. But you're right, Netflix is putting so much money. Like there's that movie from Idris, Idris Elba. Whatever you think of Adam Sandler, he's still pretty popular, has half a half dozen movies come to Netflix.
0: And I mean, I don't think that for a, a platform like either Netflix or Hulu that, you know, you talk about how you would have to pay for these platforms to be able to access it. But I think that there was probably enough of a member base anyway, and it's not as though those services are expensive. You know what I mean?
1: There's still a barrier to get into it. That's obviously, there's a barrier of some sorts.
0: But it's like $8 a month. And to me, I think that if the Mountain West was going to set something up where they were, for example, exclusive to Hulu... They could do some kind of like pay structure that is similar to what they do already for accessing shows from stars or accessing shows from Showtime.
1: Yeah, because... Amazon does this well too. They have like a million channels that are add-ons, like three to ten dollars a month.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's eight dollars for just like basic Hulu, which you still get a lot of stuff that way. Mm-hmm. But like if you could convince what, a hundred thousand people 200,000 people to pony up an extra $5 a month for like what, six months out of the year, offer six month packages for Hulu I think that that would kind of pay for the venture itself.
1: Could be, because I've discussed this before, like my my main job, I produce a BYU show and I was talking about revenue to catch up because they're kind of in between. They make a mm-hmm. good amount more money than any non-power school at the moment, but still lag very 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 far behind, even the lowest Pac-12 of 23 they get about 8 to 10 million very good but still not in that neighborhood we were discussing that because their BYU TV is a non-profit so even though if the air game's on there they don't get money from that even when they yeah. do the replays from espn they don't get right money for that it's a non-profit so but we discussed would you pay 10 bucks for like you said eight months out of the year if you're let's just do the math here let's say there's a hundred thousand people do you think that's do you, is that a realistic number you think
0: I mean, that's probably low, if we're being honest. I was just throwing a number out
1: there. So if you do from September to March, or let's just say February, how many months? It? Seven, is that six months, seven months? Yes. Well, let's just say six months, like you said. So if it's 100,000 people subscribe to this, and you say five bucks a month?
0: Let's say it's an extra five bucks a month, yeah.
1: Okay, that's $500,000 per month. For half a year. And no, that's how many zeros is that? Is that 3 million a year? 3 million per uh, six months, about? Yeah. That's.
0: But I mean, what I'm but like, I don't know off the top of my head what the, like the Hulu customer base is, but I'm imagining that like 100,000 is probably, right now it says as of 2016, they have 12 million subscribers.
1: Hulu does? So when
0: we're talking about, when we're talking about 100,000, that's like. What one percent of Hulu?
1: Sure, but how many people subscribe to HBO on uh, or like Showtime on Hulu? How many people subscribe to HBO from Amazon Prime? That's where I think that you want to come into
0: looking, it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I know as well, because Amazon Prime has like UFC channels They have a comedy channel. Or maybe even the more specific one, have you heard do you know what CISO is?
0: Mm, I've heard of it, yeah, yeah. It's a
1: streaming thing done by NBC Universal. It's only three bucks a month. I may actually give it a try to give it out. It's like basically comedy stuff. They have stand up specials. They have some series on there, somewhat kinda of funny, so I may give it a try. Mm-hmm. They have like it's three ninety nine a month. There's like Monty Python stuff. There's all sorts of stuff on there that's looks what I kind of watch. Mm-hmm. And so this is I think this it's four bucks four bucks a month. So would you I assume you would put that out, but would the reg- regular person who watches only are you assuming every game is on there as well? Like every football and basketball game would be streamed some way.
0: Um, in my assumption, I would say yes.
1: Uh, that's a that's a tough sell, though. Wouldn't that be?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It would be one of those optional things. If you know, if they, you know, I'm trying to think of how this would work. Like if they raise like the overall rate by a dollar to its 12 million subscribers and then offer this for like an additional five or ten dollars every month like what you're doing is what paying you know sixty dollars for an entire season's worth of mountain west games right
1: sure because that's a good point too because like that's the big deal these sort these services oh i can't stream my games or i'm paying 80 bucks a month for like me i'm paying about 100 bucks a month for everything which mm-hmm. better than what i paid before in the past, but. PlayStation View Sling, twenty to like sixty dollars in that range, depending what you're getting. If you add on like Showtime, HBO, and stuff like that, so I think if they do this, I w- see my inkling would be it had to be a combo like CUSA, Mountain West, maybe the Pac-12 puts a couple games or game or ACC or so. You know I mean something like that where there's still other games on there, not just the Mountain West, but then the price has to go up to get everybody enough money. But if you're going exclusively, mm-hmm. it's I. I think the money's there but are people going to pay I know you could do advertising as well because that'd still be built in most likely and that would bring in more revenue because if you think like what ESPN does I know they've dropped subscribers if they're still making before they spend any money out close to I think they're at 88 million subscribers they're at $7 a, a month per person that's what mm-hmm. 9 times 7 uh, over half a bill, $600 million a month before they do anything before advertising
0: it's pretty good
1: but so that's my point I, I think it could be done but I don't think a full season they'd have to dip it in they wouldn't go all out and do it because what's the benefit say the money's the same are you going to put every game at 12 local time going up against all these other games because late at night there's only so many games on but then again if a 8pm Boise State San Diego State game draws 10 million people somehow the Mountain West isn't getting more money for that ESPN or CBS is Because there can be zero zero people or 10 million people watching. Their money is the same with a TV network.
0: I mean, I still think that you could stagger it with, you know, maybe one or two 7 p.m. kickoffs per week as opposed to like three or four. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And I mean, I think that, you know, you could probably still stagger where maybe you do have a couple of more noontime games per week. And think about what that would do for attendance figures at some of the places in the Mountain West. Like
1: and that's part of it as back, well.
0: And if you go back to like last, you know, last year, San Jose State drew you know just over fifteen thousand fans, and you know UNLV drew like just under just over eighteen thousand. You know, Nevada, New Mexico, and Utah State were all just under twenty thousand. If they were kicking off at like noon or 1 o'clock as opposed to 7 o'clock, would that do anything for the attendance numbers, do you think? Because I kind of think that it would. Because with the pace of play in college football these days, I I can only speak from my own experience being a Bulldog Stadium last year. But a 7 p.m. kickoff means that I wasn't getting home until like 11 p.m. And if you're looking to try and create an environment that's you know, more friendly to your customer base. Like, obviously, it's, it's, it's a an enterprise that wants to be family friendly, and you know, parents don't want to be dragging their kids home at like eleven o'clock or midnight or however long it actually takes them to get home.
1: Yeah, and if you're in my time zone, eight Thursday night, eight thirty kickoff locally. It's like yeah, exactly. when I when I work these games, like I go to, I do enough at BYU. They have they have the same situation. People don't like these eight thirty p.m. local kickoffs. Especially the beat writers have a deadline to get something in for the paper, but I wouldn't get home. Yeah, I live 25 minutes from the stadium, but game scheduled 8:15 on Saturday or even Thursday. Let's just go Saturday. It's always pushed back at least 20 minutes. You're not starting closer till nine o'clock almost 8:40. Your game's not over till after midnight sometimes, or right around midnight. You go to the interviews. I go do some work. I do other stuff. I'm not home till after two in the morning.
0: And that doesn't even account for Hawaii of all places, yeah. you know what yeah. I
1: mean? Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't I know that there's really only so much you can do about that particular situation, but at least you know, maybe they could kick off a little bit sooner sometimes too, so that way, you know, maybe someone on the east coast like, you know, as, like a Spencer Hall wouldn't have to be up till 3 in the morning watching Hawaii football
1: out east or something like that. Cuz I think their games are at 6 local, that's a midnight eastern. So they for themselves, that's good locally, but if they want people but then they have their own TV deal, so they're special, which, okay, it is what it is, but they could have a four, p- a 3 p.m. kickoff and still have a decent window for everybody in the country to watch. You know what I mean? Like a 7 o'clock for me, 6 for you, something like that.
0: And maybe it could be a little more consumer-friendly because when you consider putting it on this kind of platform, you know, maybe you could make those games readily accessible at a later date, like kind of like, you know, the NFL – does with what is it the whatever what do they call it the game
1: pass or something like that oh yeah you could watch them in like AS, 60 minute it eliminates all the
0: commercials so you know maybe that's another option for people who you know for one reason or another can't stay up to watch a hawaii game
1: that would be great for me because like when i'm watching these games like i readily admit when we do our in-season podcast me and chris did it you probably as well there's three games going on with at the same time i can't watch those games and I don't always want to go back and be up super late to, or even the next day fast forward to watch these games. Like, oh, that's, it's not, honestly, sometimes it's not worth it for for us to do that. You know what I mean? Like, we have other thing, better things to do. Yes. And sometimes if I know the outcome, for me, I, I may not watch. I'm like, ah, it's kind of – for me, if I know the outcome, I'm not more inclined to watch. I may, for a, a few things here and there, like if it's a big comeback or something like that, see what happened. But that would be a huge draw for me because like, – the NFL, when I, almost any sporting event I watch, I rarely watch it exactly when it starts. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Like For the NFL, it's a little more perfect for me because I watch my, the Dallas Cowboys. They, nobody runs to hurry up an offense very well. And in my DVR, I let it run for, even if I let the whole game go through, I could watch the game in an hour because, almost just over an hour, but because the 30-second skip button works perfect for NFL. There's no hurry up. They have more of a, uh, a play clock. So I can go through – it's basically what they do for these when they do the cut-ups. I can just do 30 seconds, play, sn- play, 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 and go, unless they do hurry up. So that's, that's what I do, but that would be perfect if you could just do – because ha- half the time, I don't pay attention to commentators say, if I fast-forward 30 seconds, I know football enough, I don't care what's Troy Aikman or Joe Bucker saying about the Cowboys and Packers. I'll just fast- consider this and go.
0: I was going to say, and consider this too – Maybe the Mountain West could set up something too where they have kind of a package deal with a cellular company. Kind of like what T-Mobile is doing with MLB TV. Or where Verizon
1: people... and NFL. Well, no, yeah, that's Because exactly. T-Mobile, sorry, go finish your thought. I know what you're going to say, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, for anybody who doesn't know, like, you know, NFL Mobile obviously has a deal with Verizon where anybody who wants to stream games or... I believe the Red Zone channel is what getting it, there, too.
1: I think, but, I it to,
0: count, but it doesn't count against your data. And th- MLB TV is doing something similar with T-Mobile, where anybody who wants to purchase MLB TV will not have the streaming that they do, the data. It, it won't count against their account.
1: I thought it was also free if you signed up with T-Mobile.
0: Or maybe it is. I forget exactly the details. But they have, like,
1: the zero rating thing where... Like, I have that with at and I have AT&T for my phone and direct TV, so I could stream DirecTV and doesn't kind of to my data, stuff like yeah. that. But also with the Verizon thing, I for, I don't think I had it during NFL season for too much because I switched pretty quickly because was way too much. You could what you could stream your local games, you could stream Monday Night Football, you could stream Sunday Night Football only on Verizon. So I don't know if mm-hmm. exclusive exclusive is being exclusive. Sorry, is the right thing to do for that type of go go around, but. The yeah, the data thing could be good. Like, I think that's a good idea. Like, if they can do a pass where, because if you go to on demand, like there's shows I missed and I go back, they're now getting smart where instead of doing maybe like a commercial before and at the end, they make it still a full 30 minute show for like a half hour show, but still building commercials where you can't fast forward. If they mm-hmm. can do a football game and get rid of all of that, and say. If that's included in this package, that would be appealing to a lot of people. Because people don't want commercials. People will still watch it live because they want that experience with friends, family, Twitter, doing that sorts of thing. But say it you want to watch a different game or at the same time or you and me or it's like, oh crap, I heard this game's really good. I'm gonna go back and watch my this team play, and it's only sixty minutes instead of three and a half hours. That's a huge plus. I agree. So where do we come down on this? Because we've been going over a million different things. What do you think Honestly, What do you think this first step would be? If they're going to do this, what would they do?
0: Well, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, as you were talking, you mentioned the idea of a package deal where it's not necessarily exclusively in the Mountain West. And, you know, if if Conference USA and the Sunbelt Press, for example, get in on this kind of deal, I think that that's the kind of package where if one of these, you know, streaming providers makes it worth everybody's while that could be a really interesting venture and honestly i feel like it's not a matter of if but when and the big unknowable question is as with anything else what is the money going to look like because yeah i mean i think that you know being beholden to espn or being beholden to you know fox sports or whatever to in a certain extent has done the conference a disservice so if you can do something different that better serves your interests and the interests of your fans I think you have to at least look further into it because they're already doing it to some extent and that's why I kind of think it's already just a matter of time
1: here's one thing as well if they do this they're still not going to put the best game let's just say it's a partial package there's a reason some of these football games are on the Mountain West Network or Campus Insiders. They're not the best games. Mm-hmm. If you get, say, um, Boise's on the books, isn't it Florida State going to Boise State pretty soon in a couple years?
0: I believe it's next
1: year, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think they play pretty soon. That Okay, Boy, Mountain West, Boise State owns the rights to that game. Oh, breaking news, real quick! LSU and Utah State are playing in 2019. Good for them. What is this? It's probably a one road game. Yep, uh, October fifth, 2019. One point five. There you go, Aggies. One point five million dollars.
0: <laughs> Good for them. Okay.
1: There you go. So, yeah, what I was getting at the like Florida. I think it's Florida State. They're coming to um, Boise pretty soon if there's a streaming option, say there is a package on Amazon prime where they show, cause Amazon prime doesn't show live things. They've had original programming. Like they did the Cardinals documentary. They wanted to, they, I think, didn't they put on some women's sports, I believe as well. I think they put, I want to say Mac. I want to say Mac women's sports were on Amazon prime or something like that. Or maybe it's American conference. Regardless. Um, not much live has been done. If any, I don't want to say for sure, but, uh, yeah, no, 2019's at, at Jacksonville, actually, neutral, technically. 20, uh, yeah. 2020,
0: they come to Boise. Yeah,
1: 2020. So, But what I'm getting at, if there's a, a package, say, two games a week, this is not going to be part of that package. So I don't yeah. see how the money could be there for marquee games you own the rights to. If it's a streaming game, you're going to still put whatever Utah State San Day State New Mexico whomever playing FCS schools or playing a smaller type school like uh, not well, you know what I mean like playing a Mac school or playing Arkansas State or playing Troy teams that aren't traditionally a high power teams or even decent in the conference some are like Troy's pretty good Arkansas State's pretty good but you get my point they're not gonna mm-hmm. stick to those games they're gonna want to stick Utah State LSU if they came to to Logan on that channel. Boise, BYU, they'll want to stick on ABC, ESPN, or whatever. San Diego State bringing into town, UCLA or something. You know what I mean? They're going to put – those games aren't going to be streaming. They're going to be on a network.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's why I think it's kind of a long-term solution. But I'll just kind of say it again. I think it's just a matter of time, honestly.
1: So, what? We, okay, let's wrap this up soon because we still have another topic we kind of want to get to. It's kind of fun. And maybe we'll hold off because this is already at 45 minutes. I think well, I think that's a let's hold off on our topic number two is that a good plan
0: yeah let's do that because I can continue. yeah TBD. That's, a te- that's a teaser that's what it's, we in the industry call a teaser
1: yeah teaser what it is really quick we're going to um, what pro would you want to come back to help your school during spring football or something so that's what it will be down the road in. since we've gone, because this topic is unwieldy and crazy and what it can do as you can tell for us going over millions and millions of options so I wonder how hard it would be for the 80s the president's crape tops and can get in the same page. So we'll, we'll, we'll shelf this another week. Cause Hey, it's the off season folks. That's why I talk chicken tenders for 10 minutes. <laughs> but so let me ask you this though, because right now there's already a streaming option. Campus insiders, Twitter, cause the mountain West isn't getting more money for Twitter. It's just being streamed for exposure from campus insiders. Mm-hmm. So what would be the difference? Like what's the, you know what I mean? Like what's the difference in these games? Like what, what, what would you say is different from what they're doing now to what they could do in a couple years? What would be an um, improvement to stream? Because, they're like you said, they're kind of already there.
0: I wish I had more time to think about this because I don't know that I have a good answer to that.
1: No, that, that's perfectly fine because, it's a, like I said, it's a very difficult topic. My thing, I think if they're going to do it so, because, like I said, the NFL paid $10 million for 10 NFL games and their average mm-hmm. viewership was about a quarter million. And they still showed most of some ads in there. So I do like your subscription based model, but that has to be all enough that I think, I don't think you can have a couple games on a channel to be a pay.
0: I mean, going back to what you were saying about using the example of the Boise, Florida state matchup in a few years, I almost wonder if that's (laughs) the kind of thing that could be like, not rebroadcast, but like broadcast more widely. In the same fashion that for instance, Facebook and Major League Baseball are planning to do a thing, I think, as soon as this year, where Facebook is reportedly supposed to be streaming one game a week.
1: Yahoo did it last year. Like they did a sporty you no, know, like every night. They had a baseball game a week, NHL game a week. I don't know how well it took off, but again those grab the those grabbed from a feed of whatever your local channel was broadcasting from. Which and so I wonder, I
0: wonder if that's a possibility for those really big ticket games, because it's not as though Boise State's the only one. Obviously, we've talked at length about how, you know, for example, Fresno State's going to Southern California six times in the next half
1: decade.
0: <laughs> that's a the
1: way from home.
0: Or like you just said, you know, Utah State going to LSU, although I think that one's probably more likely to get picked up by, you know, the SEC network or something mm-hmm. like that. But – I think that there's an opportunity there to kind of take those big showcase games and make those a little less exclusive. But like for the bulk of the conference games, for instance, for, you know, maybe those group of five versus group of five matchups, those I think were the kind of games that might make this particular venture worthwhile. If there's a there's big enough pack
1: of games, Boise host Troy this year. That's a yeah. sizable game. Mm hmm. I just don't know that, like, because the thing is, there's two layers with this. You don't want to mess with the rights holders because, mm-hmm. well, let's just, here's how it could work. <laughs> I think, okay, here's what I'm kind of get I'm going with the NFL model a little bit. Game, okay. Games are on ESPN. They're on WatchESPN. They advertise the heck out of that. They want the money from that. Because here's the thing that's also frustrating, Not uh, that's not possible. If you ever watch, you watch enough ESPN3, how many segments are, we're in commercial break and they show nothing? that's true there's an issue right now where getting local ads in streaming is difficult because if I watch the Super Bowl or watch any sporting event you notice you got local ads in their slice when you're watching ESPN or CBS Sports or, or big sporting events on your local channel like the NBA finals or or they on ESPN but you know what I mean like when you're watching yeah. big, big whatever you get the point there's always local ads put in with national on any paid channel you're out there and even right now, ESPN3, we're watching ESPN, very popular. They're actually counting streaming numbers. They're still not fulfilling all the ads in there. So there's still a ton of growth to get that to go. I don't know how much you'll pay to watch a 30-second spot will be for your local Fresno bank when they're playing Fresno, Standing Diego States. When you're in your town or any Mountain West game and you're watching... Because... Well, I'm kind of talking a lot here, but... When you're in Fresno and you're watching the game or any city doesn't matter if it's your team or not you'll see local ads but like the one reason that I, I haven't even brought up zombie mountain yet but I'm kind of kind of going to go back to the mountain channel with because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think that's pretty 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 clever one of the reasons the mountain went away partly programming losing expansion teams but most of the ads the biggest populace was in Utah BYU and Utah were the two most popular teams for most for the most part in the conference a lot of the ads came from local, locally in Utah that pays the bills. How much money is it going to be if you're watching, like you're watching, you're in Fresno, you're watching a streaming Mountain West football, San Diego State versus UNLV. How much are local ads going to be put in there for you in your area? You know what I mean? So how that's kind of an issue too. Like, Is it just going to be ads from the game itself, which would, would make sense and probably more feasible, but would a Fresno company want to put in that because they see 18,000 people watch – a non Fresno State football game each week in the Mountain West?
0: That is an excellent question.
1: There's layers to this, man. Lots of layers. It's big. But let me kind of go back to my point, the NFL thing. Like you said, you go back to Boise hosting Florida State. Or Boise, they're hosting Virginia. They're hosting Oklahoma State. they got some big games coming up, hosting BYU in the upcoming years. I think the idea would be to... I know what ESPN wouldn't like it, but resell the rights like what Twitter did for NFL they paid a million dollars per game but what did CBS pay for each game they paid a lot more for that Thursday night package mm-hmm. I wonder if that could be a possibility to that, would have, that wouldn't solve the late kick times but that would be money, money, money ways you know what I mean that would increase revenue
0: could be yeah
1: I like you said he's looking at every option I don't know what else what else is there to say about this
0: I think we've pretty much Exhausted everything to this point
1: I'm trying to look up really okay here Okay here's the um for TV Purposes for NFL Let me pause this CNN video Really quick so the Thursday night package Um is 10 games or 10 games Right now the NFL network will Simulcast blah 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 CBS is deal for 8 games Um this is a little bit old, older articles For 26 Well maybe it's not Basically, thirty-seven million dollars per game for their wow. eight-game eight package, and then if you include Twitter, that's, that's a drop in the bucket, a bucket—a million a game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I know I don't think the late kick times are ever going to go, but I think I think the latest they'd want to go would be seven p.m. locally. I think that's good enough because kicking off at noon every case i don't really tailgate do you tailgate at games too much or at all is that part of your routine
0: on occasion yeah a little
1: bit how often do you get there before the game so say it's a five o'clock game when would you get there
0: uh i would probably get there right around 90 minutes to kick off
1: okay so that's very little tailgate, which is fine if i go to a game and i'm just not working but for fun i may show up half an hour before make sure i'm in the stadium 30, 40, 30 minutes to an hour before inside so I can if I want to buy food, if I want to find my seat just to kind of go to the bathroom to get, just whatever to get ready for the game once you're there but there's people to tailgate all day so every game at noon people drink before games obviously because you can't always buy alcohol in stadiums if it's a noon kick, people aren't going to want to tailgate at eight, well, there will be but most people won't want to tailgate at 8am for a noon game so every team won't be happy with a noon game
0: I mean, I think it kinda depends. Um, I mean I don't necessarily want to shoehorn, you know, one kind of fan out there, but I think on the whole I do suspect that a noon kickoff would be better for business like on as far as foot traffic, as far as raising attendance yes. than a seven PM kickoff would be.
1: Sure. I just mean the latest. Like that's why I mean you're gonna spread these games out. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like people, especially if you're gonna, have people on drink. They're not gonna want most people. Like I'm saying most, because I'm not trying to get everybody. But if you're there at 10 a.m., how many people are gonna really get alcohol and drink and get before? Because you can't get into game. Some people do that because they'll sneak it in, obviously. But do you want to? Do, Would do you want to eat a bratwurst or steak at 10 a.m. most days?
0: Well, you say that like I haven't done it before. <laughs>
1: I know, but I'm just saying, like typically, I. Because you want you, I'm. You know what? I'm just throwing out all these examples. Yeah, people people tailgate for hours and hours at games sometimes. So, if I think it's, you
0: underestimate how much people love <laughs> college football,
1: I just don't like tell. I just don't tailgate really. Is that maybe I'm just maybe I'm wrong. People, tell me if I'm wrong. How long do you tailgate? Will you drink a beer and have a steak at 9 a.m. for a noon kickoff?
0: I think the bigger question is, and feel free to add us on Twitter MWC Connection. Would you be more likely to go to a noon kickoff than a 7 p.m. kickoff? Just let us know.
1: That's a good, very good question to ask because I just think the latest would be, and so if they're like, let's just we we've repeated a bunch here. We're kind of going back and forth, but if they're going to get a package like doing this and it's going to be streaming, I think honestly, I think the best thing because I believe I don't know if this is accurate because I mentioned before the American Sports Network is kind of going away. Campus Insiders may pick that up. They broadcast a lot of games they have a command center they're, it's in Florida they're gonna, I think they're going to take over that to do some stuff I could be wrong but I think that's what I've read so if I'm wrong I apologize but it's expensive to broadcast games equipment wise you want to have good camera angles I think ideally if they're going to go more streaming going with something like Campus Insiders is the way to go because they're already established for the most pretty well
0: yeah, I guess that's fair
1: but, I mean, I, I don't want to start from scratch. That's very difficult because that CISO thing I mentioned to you, it's been around for just over a year. Not many people have heard of it. Nobody knows what it is. The growth rate could be great 10 years down the road. Not that this need like, it's going to be a long burn anyways. But if you want to get something going reasonably quickly, go with the name people are at least somewhat familiar with.
0: Well, I mean, let me ask you this, though. Counterpoint. How many people are more familiar with Hulu than they are with Campus Insiders?
1: Hulu by far.
0: That's exactly my point.
1: I get your point. But I mean you, I mean but they're not doing they, live things if, yet, if that's they, my point.
0: People will find their way to the content no matter where it is. That's all I'm saying.
1: Okay, let me let me sandwich this together because here's you a good point. Hulu's gonna do they have, I signed up for beta for just to see how it is. Sling T V or let me go to Sling T V because you already have it. If you have Sling T V you can access ESPN three through Sling. On DirecTV, they have a new thing. I can access the ESPN3 app through my DirecTV box. I think Comcast Xfinity has the same thing. Campus Insider's this, this would be... this is, Okay, this is probably the best option. I just got it right now. Craig Thompson, you better be listening to me because I think this is the actual best deal. <laughs> for some, at least to start off, Campus Insiders or whoever they're with, put those games, bundle it with an app on DirecTV. Bundle it with Hulu for a channel make it its own channel essentially on these networks on sling on the new playstation on playstation view on youtube get camp i'm just using campus insiders because they're there do it on twitter as well maybe you can charge a few extra bucks on twitter or something like that but i think that would be the best of both worlds you're still streaming but it's also technically a channel on any service you have there you go I know there's carriage fees and rights. I don't know what ESPN paid to get their app on DirecTV or whatever, but you want ease to find the channel, even though to find the ESPN3 app on DirecTV is not super easy. I figured out if you push, there's a, if you have DirecTV, you'll understand here. If you're on a sports channel, if you push the red button, you can get scores that pop up. But if you also, I think if you push it twice or something, every ESPN3 thing comes up. So if it's on any other ESPN channel or if it's on streaming or even other videos you can just click and you can go and watch it. I think if they're going to go streaming only or at least partially, that's the way to go. Get campus insider on it as an option because you would have to pay to have to like for you you don't have traditional pay tv for the most at all really. You don't pay for Xfinity or Cox or whatever in your area, your dish network. But you can still access it through campusinsiders.com. Yeah. Or whatever, Twitter. I think that would be the best move to do if you're having streaming games allow it to be accessible i know you can chromecast apple tv those are on you can get campus insiders on roku apple tv but if you bundle it with a package yeah it may cost an extra 50 cent or a dollar a month and that's where more money could be made for the mountain west as well i don't know what i haven't heard or seen what campus insider pays the mountain west for these games probably next to nothing
0: yeah i have no idea
1: But do you think that's the best option?
0: I have no idea.
1: But I mean, (laughs) okay, do you you like that option? Because I think that's a pretty good option. I do like that option, yeah. Okay. But as for streaming only, if they go to Amazon, whatever, because I've heard, like, in the past, Comcast is trying to get their, uh, basically, Netflix channel within their, so if I'm on channel 10, 12, 15, 200, I could fall on a Netflix Netflix channel, then search their catalog. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I think that's a pretty good deal. I know I went on a big rant at the end, but I think if they're going to go streaming, that's an option. But if you're going to do it, make it easy. And you got to hold back a game or two. It's good because Longhorn Network did this. Or okay, Here's the best example. Years ago, ESPN2, was a dude, it's been around for a while, but there's a point where not many people had ESPN2. People would There was a Duke-UNC basketball game and people were pissed they couldn't watch it because you didn't have ESPN2. Hmm. <laughs> Or on the Mountain Channel. Utah, BYU, put on the Mountain. People were pissed. I can't get this game. It's on the higher tier. It's not on DirecTV. They were pissed. You, you mentioned it. They may have to do that to get some pressure to get that channel somehow. I, or to get people to watch it, maybe. Because if it's streaming, it's not the same thing. as like, oh, I can't get Longhorn Network, so I can't call DirecTV to, to uh, cry about to cry about it to them. But if I do I have an option to watch it on my phone or I can Chromecast it or Apple TV more people watch it, but as for the future, I think if they're going to do it, they have to hold off some decent games and I get the kick time. Kick time suck when you're up till 1am watching a game. I think we've covered it all.
0: <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs>
1: if, we, if we happen to miss something, it's our show about streaming services. Let us know because give us your option because we probably missed something.
0: Craig Thompson can thank us by, or thank me rather by paying off my student loans. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that goes on there too. I, it's I like the options because one. Well, okay, I say one last thing. A lot I know. People don't like Craig Thompson, but he's had a lot of good ideas within the league. Are you I a agree. fan of him at all? Or okay, I'm just curious because people just. Fine. I think he probably
0: catches a lot more flack than he deserves.
1: True. Sure, yeah. Yeah. There's a. Lot. We're not gonna get into that, but if it's gonna stream games. I'm all for it. I like early kick times if you can control that. But again, you're the it's it, l- honestly, the last thing it comes from the money. How much money can they get? And I don't think the money is there yet. So you're going to have to start off small and hold off decent games. Any any parting shots, or, I, or do I dominate this too much at the end?
0: <laughs> I don't think we're good.
1: All right, that's our show for tonight. One hour off season podcast that will be you can listen to it whenever. We got you, Matt Kendall. You have a Fresno State defensive preview coming up. At some it point, be up.
0: by the time this podcast is out, I think it'll probably be up.
1: Well, it should be. Most likely, it should be. We got a little. I know it's football here, but we got a basketball content because basketball can fit in this as well. Like for example, really quick, I know ESPN owns the nit or something. The Colorado State nit game. It's nine p.m. Their next game they're playing locally. That sucks. Nice. It it happens. It they're suck. also. They're also playing Cal State Bakersfield, so I want that West Coast teams with it. But in ha- there's options. You're going to have late kickoffs every now and then. Pack twelve's dealt with it forever because of location's part of it, where the, where we're located at to watch these games. But check us out. Give us a shout out on Twitter. Yell at us if we missed something. MWC Connection, uh, Matt K underscore FS. I got it right this time without asking you.
0: <laughs> yes, you did,
1: uh, Jeremy Moss. You can find me. Uh, Twitter, uh, Stitcher, listening to the show, Blog Talk Radio. But this was a fun show. Off season stuff is fun. Chicken talk, football talk, a streaming talk. We're just trying to get through the off season together.
0: Yeah, let us know what your favorite chicken tender is.
1: Yeah, let us know. Maybe yeah. I I'm gonna send pizza to people on the show. I'm gonna send it to Eli. I'm gonna send myself. Um, tell me how wrong I am on um, um, Chicago style pizza. Very wrong. Which, which apparently I'm wrong. I must have not had it right. I'm thinking that's the case. <laughs> because here's the thing i'm a i like pizza i i can even enjoy a little caesar pizza from time to time Ugh. i'm just saying t- my kids like it time to time
0: Ah oh, man
1: their deep dishes is, is not actually not too bad i will never let's, let's... let me get let me tell you pizza will never eat. i will not get a slice from like a convenience or like 7-eleven or anything
0: let's let's just end it there i don't i think we've hit the bottom. we have it
1: alright thanks for listening and people got mad at me